No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch on Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me as always. Yo. Tuesday, mid-June. <clears throat> Chris Paul still in the playoffs. Man. We got to show the Suns love. Give them their flowers. They just swept up the Nuggets. We'll talk about that. We're talking all NBA playoffs. Clippers are all of a sudden looking like the team that everybody wanted them to look when, you know, they went and acquired. Paul George, Kawhi, and the gang. They've tied it up 2-2. Everybody's tied 2-2. Yep. So we're going to go through all those series. We got um, we got the Clippers, Jazz, Nets, Bucks. That's all of a sudden flipped on its head as well. Real and interesting. Then, uh, yeah, we'll talk Philly, Atlanta. Does Atlanta really have a chance or was yesterday the last hurrah? Um, but we'll get into it all. Big Nick the Quick, what's happening? What's going on? How are we feeling? I'm good. What's the word? Man, I just read some crazy shit. Did you see this Vince Wilfork shit? Nah, Vince? Yeah, shout out Vince Wilfork. Uh, yeah. So I guess in May, last yeah. May 2020, his... This, uh, this, this is your first take Tuesday? Yeah, all day. This, is, this shit is crazy. <laughs> so I guess last May, his Super Bowl rings got stolen, right? Yeah. He didn't know where they were. Or, I'm sorry, he couldn't find them. He thought they were in storage, whatever. He didn't report. He's like, they might be in storage. He's like, I just can't find them. I well, can't find them. come up, whatever. Right. Gets a message from a fan. Not too long ago saying, hey, I got your Super Bowl rings. Like, I I bought them online. Long story short, Vince Wilfork's son had stolen his Super Bowl rings and then sold them for $63,000 or somebody. And now his son is in jail for it. Just got arrested today. Um, Now, Vince went to go look for some other shit. He's missing some Miami. uh, He's missing Miami, uh, whatever they won, a conference championship ring. He's missing two AFC championship rings. And he's missing some jewelry. His son Wait a is, minute. His son, Wait yes. a minute. Wait yes. a minute. Wait his a son, minute. His son is currently locked up for this right now. I, his, I literally just read this right before we came on. I got the Bleacher Report notification. His son, DeAndre, who is, let's see, this how old he is. Vince Wilfork's son is stealing his shit out the crib and selling it. And selling it. Uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to jump to any conclusions on why, but. $300,000 bond. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. Are you putting your son in jail for that? It might have been out of his hands at that point. Once he got the message, he probably filed a police report. And when it turned out where they came from, the police are going to go arrest. You know what I mean? So it's not Can't, it's no, unclear, unclear if he pressed charges. Yeah, that you, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I think it, once you file that police report, it's out of your hand because they found your shit. No, and but you who filed, took it. You filed it though. You could drop all that. You got to be able to drop all that. We need to get call Eli yeah. up. Get, I don't know. Get, I don't get a lawyer on a hook. <laughs> so first of all, no. The answer to your question is no. I would never. Yeah. Um. But that's some foul shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's some super foul shit. And he only sold the rings for sixty thousand dollars. Like what? It sound. First off, how many? Well, how many Super Bowls does Wolf Fork have? Three. I think he had two. I think he had the two. Two. Yeah. Big Vince. So he sold both of his rings. Man. Noticed them missing in May 2020, but did not immediately report the items stolen because he thought they were in storage. However, a Patriots fan sent him a message when someone posted online about acquiring the rings. 
Pass fans, no, like, yo, I person, got your shit, bro. Oh, no, the person told, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You might be right. So the person told Vince Wilfork that he purchased them from his son. Right. And so, yeah, Vince, man, Vince might have made that call. Vince might have wow. had him come fast, speed, bro. Look. That's now, that, now, I'm not talking on nobody's family and their family right. dynamics, but that makes it seem like that relationship is not the, the, the tightest. And, and he has been known. That's such a weird thing to do so because I hopped, I hopped on the Instagram though, and like they post pictures of each other, so it doesn't look like it's a strained relationship. So to this me. hard, this tough love. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's why he's like, "What you stole my shit? <laughs> what?" So yeah, that's crazy to me. How old um, does he say? How old he is? Nah, but his son probably like judging on his Instagram probably looks like he's twenty, old enough to know better for sure. 27, 28. <laughs> I mean, he's married with kids. Yeah, wow. What a yeah, crazy his son, his son is married with a kid. His son is definitely 27. Yeah, maybe Vince cut him off. Like, yo, I can't maybe. help you Maybe. I don't know, man. With the bread no more, so bro. let me ask you this. So And so Vince Wilford got the rings back, right? Yeah. So if you're Vince, are you paying that fan 63000 You give them their money back at the very least? Or you're just like, nah, I need my shit back. That's on you. That's an L. Um... Or you meet him halfway. Like, what are you doing if you're Vince in that situation? How do you get your shit back? You right. want your shit back, right? Like, I would want my shit back. Right. And I'm assuming that 60, I mean, it's a lot of money, but Vince has it. My guess is that he could go to court, especially. Maybe that's his, back, maybe it's stolen that's property. his plan. That, yeah, exactly. So, like, the OJ shit. Yeah, true. Um, secondly, you are in possession of stolen just, property at that point just, in time. You just don't pull up with the strap talking about nobody move. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't do the OJ shit. Yeah, yeah don't just don't do the OJ shit. And yeah, so my guess is you would go to court and then <laughs> she, did, she did pull up with the strap in the hotel pulled room. Up, said, nobody Hell, this, this is my shit. <laughs> so I need the Heisman back. All that. Oh, nobody need all that. Yeah. So what are you moved. doing? Like if you're vet, so you if you're saying if it's happened to Sean, you know like, what? what are you maybe doing? maybe you have to maybe you have to G's, maybe you have that. to get your maybe you have to get the person arrested to get your shit back for free. Does that make sense? So like True, yeah. the son has to return the money to the, the buyer and then the buyer returns the goods to its rightful owner. So who's paying his $300,000 bill? Vince Wilfork? Maybe that motherfucker got to sit in jail until hey, uh, hey. shit jump. You're going to learn about stealing my shit. Right. <laughs> and, we're, and, and while we're at it, where's the rest of my shit? Because that's the problem. You're not going to recover the necklace. Yeah, you know I right. mean, like, yeah, the, the, the rings are, custom, are, are shit you can prove. Is, I, I wonder. If I, I got wonder. insurance. I wonder what the fans' angle was on that, just to like needle him, or was he gonna try to flip him back to him? Like, yo, I got your shit. Give me, I have no. Give me hundred and ten. I get. Because I, I, I would, I wouldn't have said shit. That would have went in the in the case, right? Like, like, yeah, hey. huh. I don't know, but I saw that right before we hopped on. I was just like, damn, that's man, interesting. It's a, it's a cold world. Cold world. Super cold, cold world. world. And also, would you pay thirty thousand dollars for a Bears Super Bowl ring? From a guy like from a Vince Wilfork esque player, yeah. So it had to be like a corner. I mean, he was a cornerstone on those teams, right? So yeah, yeah, he was a good defensive player on those teams. Yeah, um, he's a great defensive player. If I think it's gonna hold its value and or could go up, yeah, I'm not a big like, I'm not a collector enough to grab some shit like that and just put it in my basement and be like, right. here it is, type shit. Yeah. Um, but if, if I think it's a sound investment, yeah, maybe, maybe I would. You know what I'm saying? Vince Wilfork's son, cold blooded. Yeah, cold blooded. Shout out, cold blooded. Uh, shout out, Vince, man. Yeah, shout out, Vince Wilfork. I fucked him. He made that call. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, hey, I know hey. exactly where he's at. I know exactly where he's at. I can get him over here right now if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, that's uh, I don't have a first take. I love that first take. I uh, I had a good weekend, everything was cool. Shout out my guy, said he came in town. Um, I went to the Cubs game. Oh, I went to the Cubs game first time, full capacity. Yeah, was that? On Friday, it was jammed. It was fun. Lots of energy. Can you move around the stadium, or are you, like, sectioned based on where your nah, seat no is? Mass, no mask, no – nothing. No rules. Nothing. It was just, regular. It was just regular. Yeah, it was regular. Okay. Regular, bro. It was regular. Yeah. So, it was cool. All right. Let's get into these NBA playoffs, man. Where you want to start? Phoenix, right? Yeah. Got to give – I think we got to give Phoenix their flowers, we man. Gotta we got to give We've Phoenix been on the Suns all year. For most, for a good part of the year, we've been on the Suns. We've been on Chris Paul for sure. Yes. So I think we need to we need to get in their flowers. Confirmed. Yeah. Suns absolutely handle business. Now let's be honest against a shorthanded Denver squad. But like we say, tuck them in if they're shorthanded. Then sweep them up. Still got the league MVP plan. Sweep them up then. Yep. If, the, if they're shorthanded, that's yeah. exactly what Phoenix did. That's exactly did. what they did. They took care of business for sure. Never in doubt at all. Two in Phoenix, two on the road in Denver. Phoenix and four. Shout out my man that whooped the two Denver fans at home. Dog, that was great. You saw that clip, Dog, right? That was great. And <laughs> the, best, the best part about it was that Buddy tried to sneak tried to sneak punch him. You know what I mean? He came with the, like, put away my phone, and then just like that. And then dude was just whooping his ass, talking shit. He looked over at his boy. He goes, I'm whooping your boy. Like, Sons of Foe. Sons of Foe. Yo, if everybody listening, if y'all didn't catch that. Your boy right now. <laughs> if y'all didn't catch that, make sure y'all go uh, oh, hop on Twitter and go through and, and look up. Just type in uh, Sons and Foe. Sons yeah, and Foe. It'll come up. The best part of that video is when my man is uppercutting, buddy. He stops, but he's still holding him. Looks over at his other buddy like, yo, y'all need to get up out of yeah. here. And he gives him one more uppercut, like, Bro, in the middle of the sentence. You know said, what I'm saying? He said, I'm whooping your boy. Like, he looked at him like, what yo, are y'all going to do? His boy, like, his boy got to help him. Yeah. Oh, who talking about Slim Jesus? The buddy that was just standing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude that looks like Slim Jesus. Yeah, he got, yeah, he got, he, yeah, better, he, got the, he got the fuck up out of there. He should have jumped Well, he started it. From the, what it looks like, he started it, too. The original smoke seemed to be with him. And then this dude came over. Hit him with the sneak punch that didn't do anything, and then Buddy just gave it to him, like yeah. really gave it to him. Oh, yeah. he told was- you how many games the Suns were going to win in. Told you that he's whooping your man's right now. Whoop Buddy in the Jamal Murray jersey, like the whole yeah. the whole thing, bro. The whole thing, man. So yeah, shout out to him. You still hear the Devin Booker's looking for him? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. He tweeted him like, Yo, "Yeah, I need my man's info." Yeah, get him the tickets. Dog, he so, should be at every Suns game going forward. <laughs> he said they should have him on a him and the gorilla on the well, floor. And that was in uh that was in Denver, right? That was in Denver. That was bro. game three, yeah. So absolutely fly him out. Hey man, fly him out to uh Sky Harbor. You know what I mean? Put him up somewhere nice. Put him up somewhere Put him nice. Put him up in the in the Phoenician, something like that. You know Phoenician, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> let, 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 him, let him chill. Yeah. Yeah. First time the Suns are back in the Western Conference final since 2010. They uh-huh. took care of this all on the back of Chris Paul. I'm going to tell you this, bro. If Chris Paul wants to start scoring 30, yeah, 
37 to be exact. Motherfucker's <laughs> in trouble. So what do you think of the series? Well, and I think you put it perfectly when he decides he wants to. That's the thing. With Chris it's Paul, it's, it's, it's A. I decide I want this game. I want to close him out. I need the rest. These other series are looking like they're going to go seven. So we might get a couple a week a week and some change off here. Like, let's go in there and handle business. I'm going to drop 37 and remind motherfuckers that I can still do that. I can still get busy. I'm a Hall of Famer. So, I mean, dude, the Suns, to me, like, they just know what they want to do. They're complete. All those guys are ready. It doesn't matter that it's Book's first time in the playoffs. It doesn't matter that it's Aiden's first time in the playoffs. We talked about him before. You know, he's like the, the pinnacle of the rim running big and just the fact that he's just always where he needs to be. Uh, Bridges, solid 3 and D guy. Jay Crowder, who is available for the playoffs, as Boss, usual, every Boss single year. Bossman 99. like No matter what team this, it is. Yeah, it doesn't matter what team it is. Like this, He's in the playoffs every year, like doing his thing. And I know I gave him smoke last year. I apologize to Bossman 99. Like, salute. <laughs> he's, he's a favorite of the pod now. Um, yeah. I mean, their depth, their coaching, like they just know exactly what they want to do. And again, with Chris Paul, you're not going to lose a game over some dumb shit. Like it's just not going to happen because um, he's going to make the right plays. He's going to make the right – other than that Houston, Houston, L.A. Uh, game five was like eight years ago when they when they lost big. But, um, yeah, I mean – Yeah, 37 on 14 37 and 19. 37 on 14 and 19. Seven yeah. dimes. Complete and utter control. Oldest player, shout out Stat Muse. That's a good follow. If y'all don't follow us at Stat Muse on Twitter, go check them out. You've probably seen them. They do the little graphics of the players' heads. Mm -hmm. It's like artwork. Um, but they tweeted out oldest player with 35 plus points on 70% shooting in a playoff game since 1965. It's Easy. Chris Paul at 36 years old, 38 days, uh, ahead of just a little bit older than Kareem at 36 years old and 10 days and LeBron at 35 and 284 days. So point God still doing his thing in a major way. Him and Devin Booker leading the way. I tweeted this out. The biggest thing about all this is Chris Paul is going to get some rest. Yep. They're going to go relax. It. And it looks like the rest of these series, are at least going, they're at least going six. Some may go seven. Mm -hmm. So, they're going to be able to get, get a ton of rest. So get exactly what he needs. Shoulder will go, be 110%. Go study up exactly what they got to do on both opponents if they yep. need to. The, 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 the plenty of time to just go regroup and uh, make that real push. Eight more wins. What do you think is a better matchup for them? Hmm. I think the Clippers are a better matchup for them because the Clippers are dumb soft inside. And they've just tend to be, they've just tend to show more lulls than the Jazz for me. Yeah. But in the same breath, I've been watching the Jazz the last two games. Apparently, when they leave Utah, they don't play the same basketball. Not at all. So it's, it, it's close. Man, something about the Jazz, I just don't – like, when they're clicking, how about this? If they're hitting threes, they're unstoppable. Exactly, and and that's what I mean by, by clicking. They're the most – when they're clicking, they're probably the most dangerous team left. Yeah, if Clarkson's doing his thing, Mr. Because Greenlight. they yeah. can just explode on you and just 
mean, you're like just like, what the fuck? I, we can't do anything with these boys. So I would say the Clippers are a better matchup, but not by much. Yeah. Because Paul George is playing ball. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the Clippers. But big love to Phoenix. He's a closer. We've been talking about that. He closed out the second half. At one point, he had eight consecutive jumpers in 10 minutes. If you watch the game, they yep. were all mid range. Yep. They were, I mean, they, and it was just like net, net, bottoms, bottoms. Every time. Um, I do want to, another thing before we move off this Phoenix, because that's just a sweep, it's done and dusted. I do want to talk about the Jokic ejection. Sure. Where are you at with these flagrant, flagrant twos? Because I'm on record, I tweeted out the other day. It's to the point now where give up the bucket. Yeah. Don't even well, touch. Yo, no, nah, bro. Give up the fucking uh, basket because you're getting ready to give up two and the rock. So just go ahead, let these boys lay it up and, and, and go about the next possession. So because if you're not making, you can now, it's to the point where you can make a clear attempt to get the ball. But if it's too aggressive, it's a flagrant. It used yeah. to be like, okay, no motion at the rock. This, that, and the third, it's a flagrant. I, I feel you, that way. Like, that, whole, that whole wrapping shit up, you can't even wrap nobody up anymore. Yeah, I feel flagrant. that way 100% on the flagrant ones. The flagrant one situation has gotten absolutely out of control in the NBA. Anything that's not like a uh, a traditional foul now is a flagrant one. The Joker shit, I have like two different ways of looking at this. Number one, under no circumstance can you eject the league MVP in that situation. Right. Like you just it, there's superstars have different rules. They get different treatment. Like you, you cannot kick him out the game in that situation. No, no way. I just don't think. Um, it's a, yeah, I will say this, though. Watching the replay a bunch of times, he does wind up, which is the one thing that they told you. You cannot like you cannot like make a complete. Not, it's not a basketball move in any sense. Like you're not swatting at the ball. You know, you're not going to get the ball when you do that. Like he straight up pulled his hand back. And flung it forward as hard as he could. Um, so you in can that see sense, the fr- you can see the frustration yeah, in his face. It wasn't that basketball. It so yeah. if you go back and you rewatch that on the replay, and you're the ref, and you're like, "Man, if I'm supposed to interpret the rule like how it's written, that is a flagrant two. Um, I just think for Jokic, it's a flagrant one. Like you see what I'm saying? Like he shouldn't be ejected what? out the game. But he, w- when I first saw it, I was like, "That's that's whack." Like he was just going for the ball hard. Maybe right. a flagrant one. Definitely a foul, obviously, right? But when they slow it down and you really see him just come with the cock back, and then like he looks like he's about to slam the basketball, like he's like ah, right. and then comes down with it hard. It's like you're hitting somebody on the court, and that's that's the rule. So like on one hand, it's soft because he's the league MVP, but like if fucking I don't know, give me a player did that, like they're gonna get ejected. Someone who's not the MVP would get ejected. See what I'm saying? Like it needs a dog. I just meant flagrant one on the MVP of the league. For you to get ejected in a playoff game, it needs to be so fucking egregious for me. Yeah, absolutely. Where it's like, we're, yo, we're used, we used to talk about ejections. Like, motherfuckers getting in fights. Yeah. Like, okay, he got to go. He throwing punches. Like, come on, man. It's not any. The, the thing about a lot of these referees and situations like that is, I always feel like people lose the human element of everything and they just read them straight off the rule book. It's like, yeah, sure, in the in the rule book, this would be an ejection, but like, let's get real here on, on what's going on. 
Like, he has no background of being an aggressive, dirty dude. He got frustrated, tried to swipe the ball hard, give him a flagrant one, and let's keep it moving. He didn't mean to hit him in the face like that. But, you know, but sure. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? That That's what it is for me. There's, like, shit that has intention versus non-intention. He's not trying to hit him in the head. For sure. Come on, man. I'm but at the same time, hit. like, how do you how do you train a ref to be that way, though, right? Like, you want no, them to be easily. consistent. Or else but, you're but, wild and consistent, and then you're the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, seriously, then you don't – then literally every time you throw the ball, you don't know what pass interference is. Like, I mean, that's what happens. So it's, it's kind of like they – there needs to be superstar rules should be understood. We're talking though, about like, ejections, yeah. though. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm talking about getting ejected from the game. It has to be so egregious for me. I think this shit is just very, very, very soft now. I, these dudes are doing more to protect like head head trauma and shit than the NFL. So let me ask you a question then. So what if he had done that right? But let's just say he was like an inch into the inside of his body more, right? So he grazed his nose. Let's yeah. say it was so hard and so in that he came across his whole face like this. At right. that point, is it an ejection? Because it's the same exact act. Right. He's not aiming when he does this, right? So it's the same exact act. So if he does that and it happens to catch campaign, like, on the real front of the face to where he can actually break his nose, like, whatever it is, because Jokic is seven foot, 270 right. pounds, right? Yeah. So at, at that point, is it a flagrant too? That would be my question. It's like, yo, does it matter where he hits? Does it matter where it lands? Yeah, I think it does. Okay. Yeah, I do. I, I do think it does. So it has to be the whole okay. face. Okay, so then tell me this. Why isn't MB getting ejected for hitting uh, Trey at the top of his head on a layup? He wound up, smacked him right on top of his head. Yeah. That's an ejection, right? It's like, I, I don't know, man. That shit is all soft. It's not intentional. He wasn't. He was frustrated. He wanted the foul campaign. And he was swiping at the ball, and he swiped his face. That's not an automatic ejection. But for you're me. saying if he had swiped his face and hit him in the eye, that's an ejection. I'm saying for for you to get ejected for hitting someone, you have to intentionally be trying to hit them in the head. Okay. Like like Draymond Green when he was blatantly kicking people in the nuts. In the nuts. Yeah, sure. Like those are suspensions and ejections. Like that should not not for me, man. Like not the, not the frustration. For example, if yo shout out John Collins, if he that file he took from Simmons, if he acts a little bit and and hits the support beam and rolls around, Ben Simmons gets ejected yesterday. Can you get more than one flagrant one in a game? No. So it's just like a tech. Two flagrant ones is an as an ejection. Is an ejection. Okay. Yeah. 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 So why not so, just call everything a technical foul because you don't want to do the free throws or I mean like because it's not a technical play. Technicals cursing niggas out like that type of shit yelling at people screaming technical nothing that's bad nothing that has to do with the game type of thing yeah calling people bitches like that type of shit i don't know jimmy butler was calling cat a bitch all day on the floor i think he was all good it all depends it all depends (laughs) but yeah that shit's really soft and uh, yeah you can't inject the mvp in a playoff game i agree and if i'm the coach and uh if it's early in the game i'm saying yo man or early enough, give that layup up because we don't want to give them two and the rock back. So yeah. just let him lay it up. Don't don't even risk the clear path and all that other shit. Like just give up the bucket and let's let's keep it moving. Because what what are we at right now, bro? 60-70% of these re- reviews are flagrants. Yeah. Like if it goes to the monitor, that shit coming back a flagrant, bro. Like, a that's flagrant. it. Yep, 100%. So, yeah, man. 
But uh, shout out the Suns. Quick little sweep. I saw a funny-ass video on Twitter. This old guy, Phoenix Suns uh, fan, swept up some McDonald's chicken nuggets, swept them out the door. That's funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. So go check that out. Um, and then we'll move over to the Clippers. Shout out Chris Paul, the boys, D-Book. That's what I'm rooting for. Yeah. That's who I want to win the title. I ain't going to flex. I'm, I'm rooting for them the whole way through. Um, whoever they I got, play. I got, I got them, then I got Philly. I would love to see a Phoenix-Philly uh, final. It's not going to happen, but. That'd be interesting. Yeah. It could happen. Yeah. Could. Could happen. Good, good defense, two black coaches. Win-win. Win-win. <laughs> Shout out, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move over to the Clippers. Jazz. It's 2-2 now. <clears throat> Clippers may be starting to look like a, the, the team that they were trying to put together on paper. Chris Paul and Paul George, or uh, I'm sorry, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George mm-hmm. are, are starting to go for 30 apiece together. Yep, as they should. That, as they should and as they need them to do. I don't know what's got into Kawhi Leonard. I never seen him punch this much going to – like oh my god! I never seen him go at people's heads and punch this much. And favors those favors, right? He yeah, needs to get out of the way. This is that's like the third. That's like the <laughs> yeah. third one of the playoffs where he. Well, that's what they say. That's why he load manages, man. So when it comes playoff time, he's able to do that. He get, he get, he reaches in, he gets a superpower. If you take off twenty games during the regular season, you got that in you. Listen, man, he takes the load management shit like the people who are anti it and makes the argument for it every night in the playoffs. He's like, you think I care about some regular season game in December? No, because when I come right. to the playoffs, I'm going to get 37. I'm going to hit flatline jumpers, and I'm yoking on people. We'll talk about this later. So that, that's how I feel about that. But, yeah, he, he's punching it like crazy now. That's so, more, I think that's his way of showing, like, aggression. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, he's not going to say anything. He's not going to talk shit, but he yeah, starts going but, to the cup like but, that. But, but that's his way of, like, yeah. You haven't really seen it like this, man. He is – Flushing on folks, putting yeah. people in a basket. So, and they've gotten some help from Reggie Jackson as well. He had a bad game yesterday, but they were they were rolling, so it didn't matter. How do we get here? How do you feel about it now? It's now tied two two. Donovan Mitchell has been going crazy the whole series. Yep. He once again had thirty seven last night. Do they miss Mike Connolly on the yes. road? Yes. What what, what yes. what's going on? How you yes. feel about it? That is it, Mike Connolly. I think with Utah, so we look at the series, right? The Clippers, depending on where you rank Mitchell, the Clippers have the two best players in the series, right? They definitely have two of the best three players in the series, right? So I think with Utah, without Conley kind of putting everything together for them, like he's he's kind of that heart and soul player. Like it says a lot when they get 37 from Mitchell and they still lose the game by 14 points. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like for Utah to work, and to beat a Clippers team when Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are firing all cylinders, they need that extra guy. And that extra guy is, I mean, he's not even an extra guy. He's a fucking all-star. But that next dude is Mike Conley, right? Like, even for as good as Gobert is, he's not a scorer, right? The rest of those guys kind of score in rhythm. Uh, Jamal, I'm sorry, Jamal. Jordan Clarkson, like, you know what he is. If he's hot, for sure, he is that second guy for you. If he's not, um, it's a long night for him, right? He's going to keep shooting. God bless yeah. him. But without Conley in there, without that 17 points a game, the seven assists, the heady defensive plays, putting it all together for them on offense and initiating everything, they have games like last night. Even when shit starts to get out of whack a little bit, Conley he, can come in and kind of – come in and, yeah. 
Exactly. Like we can't we can't praise Chris Paul in the last segment and then pretend like the Mike Conley injury doesn't matter, right? Right. Smart point guards like that, like veterans who make a difference, who understand the game, who've played in a lot of playoff basketball, like they're they're able to do things to slow down runs. They're able to do things to get you out of a rut. And I think without him, um, no matter what Mitchell does, and he's been incredible, um, it's gonna be tough for them. Now, with that being said, if they come out of game five back in Utah. Hidden threes, you already know what the result's going to be. But I think when they get outside of that building, um, it, it, it can get tough for them, Well, especially look, without Conley. But they have home court advantage, so it might be a mute point because this one looks like a seven-game series to me. Yeah, it looks very seven-game. It's very seven-ish. seven-ish. Very, very seven-ish. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to tell you this. If, if Marcus Morris is going to give you 22 in the first half, you're never going to beat the Clippers ever. Ever. They would go 82 and 0. <laughs> right. If 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 Marcus Morris is gonna give you 22 points in the first half, and then you got PG and Kawhi giving you 30, you're never ever ever gonna beat those dudes. So Marcus Morris showed up in a major way. That that was a t- that was from tape to tape. Clippers yeah. went up 10-2 and then never looked back to the, the whole way. And you can't, and that's that's a great point because you can't let a third clipper get in the mix. Like Utah's like biggest, th- yeah. No. Utah's biggest thing is how many guys they have that can beat you. But if the third or fourth player, best player in the game, ends up being another Clipper, that's when it gets really problematic exactly. for the Jazz. You know what exactly. I mean? And that's that's when it's like, okay, yeah, Mitchell can do forty-five points, but if you're getting thirty from Leonard, thirty from George, and twenty-five from Player X, like, yo, that's eighty-five points right there that you got to account that you that you're already down. You know what I mean? So of the, of the top five players. Having the the if you had to rank the the players from each game every performance, the Jazz need to have three of the top five. Exactly. Yep. Without hundred percent, hundred percent, it can't be a be, Clipper. It needs to be Mitchell, Kawhi, Paul, Bogdanovich, Clarkson, Gobert, whoever, and, and another Jazz, Ingl- Joe Inglis, right. Joe Ingles. Ingles. Right. Ingles. Yeah. I don't know why I always want to call him Inglis, but yeah, yeah. Joe, yeah, Joe yeah, Ingles, yeah. like Ingles. whoever it might be. Yeah, it has to be a it has to be a Utah Jazz player. If you let another Clipper sneak in there, and that's the problem with the Clippers, like they have these guys that can either come out and give you twenty five or right. be complete zeros in the next game, like Morris, Reggie like Jackson, Reggie Jackson, yep. like uh, Pat Bev isn't really going to score like that, but, but even but, like a Terrence Mann, right? Terrence like, but, Mann will have games where he's out there and he looks great. And then the next game, he looks terrible. So yeah, like, or like Batoon can go Batoon. Five, five of eight from three, and then all of yeah. a sudden he's one for nine. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, exactly. exactly. So also, you can't, I, you can't have the Morris twenty-four point game. Also, I thought it's interesting. Rajon Rondo and Demarcus Cousins are completely benched now. He's now running Luke Kennard, Terrence Mann, and uh, Pat Beverly is now getting some run again. Yeah. So I just gave him some good minutes. It was a couple games. Was like yeah, game he two? did give him a couple of good minutes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I mean. What a, yeah. That Luke Kennard spreads the floor a little bit. Pat Bev bothers some motherfuckers. And Luke Kennard sucks. Can give can give Kawhi a little break on the on the perimeter with Paul. So how did Luke Kennard get sixty four million dollars to join yeah, this basketball I mean, team? It, it's it's and he's it's, not it's, even pl- he he played seventeen minutes twelve minutes last night. I mean he's been playing with, DMPs. Hey, he had like three hey, DMPs in hey, the playoffs. He playing twelve. He playing twelve hundred more percent than he was a couple weeks ago. Like, yeah, exactly. Days ago. <laughs> exactly <right? laughs> so, but yeah, oh, I mean, man. yeah, it's an overpay, but For he's sure. still been making an impact, and he still gives them you know different looks that 
guys like Rajon and and maybe Pat Bev when they, those two guys were playing a little more um, could do. But And that's why this is a seven-game series. I mean, like 100% because you just don't know what you're going to get from everybody involved outside of really Mitchell and Leonard. Mitchell and Kawhi are the surest things in this series. So let me ask you this. Is this just a tale of Paul George and Kawhi playing bad the first two games and then they, they started playing better when they got to L.A. and now they're that's, the better team? Yeah, that was how the last series was too. Yeah, because, dude, to start the series, Paul George is 12 of 35. Yeah. So we know what he was doing to start the series in Utah. To answer, who, who would you take well, if you had to pick you had to pick somebody to win it? In the, the, Utah, the because they have, Utah, because they have the home, home court advantage. Home advantage. That's right. it. That's it. If, they, if you told me that L.A. had home court advantage, not because I think that L.A. is so great at home, but because of all the reasons we just talked about and because of how hard it is to play in Utah. Right, whether it's the, it's the 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 air situation or just that their fans have always showed up. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous that Donovan Mitchell has a bad game and they just I get destroyed. But he's just man, we saw he's this been, last year. He's though. been going crazy. He, does. Every he goes game. crazy every game. He did it last year in the bubble too, dude. That guy's a hooper, man. Like yeah, y'all again, is. y'all laughed at me when I was like Donovan Mitchell should be an MVP candidate earlier in the year. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell is a fucking hooper. Like he's a gamer. The guy comes to play when it matters every game. So, like, you know, yeah, he, he is a hundred. I don't, I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves because Utah is kind of looked at as a machine. But I'm sorry, man. This dude's a superstar. So, yeah, they need Mike Conley back, though, and, like, these hamstrings in the playoffs, man. Who would have known the story of the, uh, the 2021 playoffs would be hamstrings? Conley, James, these, these yeah. hammies. Hammies or no, dude. That's Maybe you shouldn't back. have had these guys come back to play basketball after five weeks off. Maybe, you know, that's soft tissue, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen to this: the Clippers' offense in Game Three and Four are averaging 134 points per 100 possessions. That's crazy. That is ridiculous. That's elite. That's like that's insane. 133 points per 100 possessions. Come on, dog. That's ridiculous. So. We'll and they've held they, Utah to 104 and 106 the last two games, so their defense has been good too. Yeah, so it's interesting. We'll see what happens in game five. What what would you make the line? It might be out already. Let me see. Let me check my phone. But what uh, would you – was it Utah U, minus five? Utah minus four and a half. Let's see if it's up. Two and a half. Utah minus wow. two and a half. Minus 114. So it's like wow. minus three. Yeah, you're paying Minus, for the two and a half. You're then, for yeah. the two and a half, but totals two twenty two. Utah minus one thirty nine. Two twenty two is interesting. Yeah, you think that's low? Well, with how well the Clippers have been playing on offense, and the fact that you think that Utah is going to put up some points at home, um, I think that's low. That's what the game was at last game, but Utah only put up hundred and four. I guess I don't know. You look at this series: two twenty one, two twenty eight, two thirty eight. But that was the game the Clippers blew them out. Two twenty two. It's right around there. It's right around there. It's right around there. I mean, I, I I would have to go over just purely off of like this game is this is beyond this is pivotal. Yeah. Whoever wins this game probably wins the series. Maybe not, but it'll be they'll be in a really good position because you know we know what happened with Dallas. Dallas won Game Five and yep. they lost two straight. But Utah is not Dallas. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Not at so, all. Not even close. Hey, what do you real quick? What do you think yeah. about that? Uh... Like thirty seconds, that Luca, that Luca story. 
A lot, yeah. of, a lot of bad stories coming out about the Luca Dallas relationship the last couple of weeks. Whether it's that he doesn't get along with Porzingis, they got Haralabob out here, uh, yeah. out here calling plays essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, my take on that is it's no different than my take on the Aaron Rodgers piece. And for those who don't know what we're talking about, uh, an article came out. Tim Cato of the Athletic did a front office breakdown of the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic's relationship with uh, the key key character in the story was Haralibus Vulgaris, big-time analytical sports better, very successful dude, very smart dude, but also like a very condescending type he'll, of guy. He'll let you know how smart he is. He, 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 yeah, he thinks you're an idiot and he's smart and has all the answers and He's not afraid to let you know that type of guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Still the type of guy you wouldn't want to work with in a, in a group setting. But that's purely off of like just me. And he's a big poker player like me. So I I, I know of Buddy and I've read you a lot of his type. stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, I've just read oh, a lot you of know, his oh, shit. Just, yeah. I know of dude. Was I've he a read poker guy? Blog. I know, yeah. Is that where he got he was, on originally? He was a poker guy. He, he was just always like an analytical guy. And, got and you. poker got a lot of math to it. So he, he was involved with that. But he's a lifer sports better. But. Anytime you read any of his stuff, it's very like, listen to me. I or you hear what, him on podcasts, things yeah, like that. I know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yep. And that type of shit. Sure. Um, my thought is you run everything through Luca. Everything. You don't want him to be in a position where he's signing this super max deal that's gonna be the the, the highest, you know, add-on of a rookie deal or extension ever at two hundred million since he's all-team NBA the last couple of years, and then have him looking for a way out in three years, two years. Yeah. Because he's, of course, he's going to sign the biggest extension he can at 22 or 23 or wherever he is at like for the five-year extension. But he needs to be happy at all costs. If you're running the Mavericks, that motherfucker needs to retire in Dallas. Yeah. Period. Needs to be Dirk 2.0. Whatever needs to be done to make him happy. If you have to make all the food in that motherfucker, Slovenian food, <laughs> I don't I, I don't care what it is. It needs to be done. He needs to be happy. It's yeah. no different. All this, no player is big enough, bigger than the team. That shit is a bunch of garbage. That ship has sailed a long Luka, time ago. Because Luka Doncic is, is the team. Is the team. So you need to make sure he's happy across the board. Make sure you're doing whatever you got to do to to make him happy. I don't think it's been uh, – it sounds like it's not down the road where it can't be re – uh, the relationships can't be repaired. Well, and Harala Bob's contract is up. And I, I would – I mean, if they re-signed him after that story, you would have to this is really a question simple, what they're doing. Yeah, just, hey, man, thank you. Appreciate it. This is a simple conversation of Mark Cuban going down to talk to dude and being like, yo, how you feeling? Yeah, is everything good? Put him on the jet. Take him wherever he wants to go. Go have a meeting. Go have a fly-ass meeting in wherever. And be like, yo, Luca, let's link for a couple of days. I'll, you know, bring your bring your homies, whatever the fuck you gotta do. Yep. Go talk to him and just get the beat, man. Make Luke. sure, make sure that communication needs to be open. Yeah. Always. Luca, Luca need if I'm Mark Cuban, Luca texted me. Yeah. Like, yo, I, what the fuck going on? What do you on? need? What do you yeah, need? yeah, what do you need? Were you good? Yeah. Everything yeah. good? Like, yeah, exactly. And that, you're a business dude, man. This is your biggest asset in your largest business. So Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Ha have him have him involved in decisions. And I'm not saying let Luca do whatever he wants, 
but he needs to be involved and he needs to know why certain things are happening. This right. is why we're keeping a dude that you may not like, or this is why we're doing this or doing that. Don't keep him in the dark. Like you hear all these stories about Aaron Rodgers and all these other superstars over the years about, I didn't even know. They didn't even talk to me. I don't know nothing about this shit. Unlike the Packers, you have a team owner. Remember we talked about that. Yeah. The lack of the lack of team owner. You have one, Mark Cuban. Yeah, make that call. Go right. over there, holler at him. Yeah, and I agree. Like, he doesn't need to have every say in everything, but he should be involved. And it sounds like with that story, it's just like a lot of he doesn't really fuck with dude, doesn't understand why dude is is the one who's doing all this and, you know, whatever, making gestures on the sidelines and all right. that bullshit. So it just seems like he really doesn't fuck with this dude, which to me seems like an easy solution. What has Harala Bob done? I mean, what 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 major move other than draft did he draft uh, Jalen Brunson? If he did that, great job. Other than that, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Bye. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. That's yeah. The article. I did think it was interesting that Cuban. Um, the one thing they did say about the Mavericks is that the continuity that they've had as an organization, like he does not like making changes. Yeah, like how the yeah the front office has been a hierarchy the forever. Front office has been the same. The same. Yeah. I mean, Rick Carlisle, Rick, Rick been Carlisle's there. been there forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. It, it's interesting. We'll see. Stay tuned. Yep. Come it's Chicago, uh, man. We got some Sylvanians out in Chicago, man. Yo, you man. Know what? I'm hey, what? Look, man, bro, we, we got just, it all. You bring uh, a Devon? We got everything out here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> real shit. Bro. We'll real find shit. somewhere for you. Yes, sir. More all than right, let's uh, let's talk Philly. Atlanta, and then we'll get into uh, Nets, Bucks before that game tips here in what forty five minutes or so. Yeah, you ever just wanted a series to be over? That's how I feel about Philly and Atlanta. Yeah, just because I think Philly's gonna take care of business. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, what are we, what are we doing here? And even if Atlanta won, it's like, what are we doing here? It's just, yeah, I, I have zero interest in this series overall. Like I'm watching it. I think last night was kind of interesting. Yeah. But I'm just – yeah, I'm kind of over this series. But, man, um, Philly looked like they were running away with that game and essentially running away with the series because no way they were going to be able to do anything in, in, in game five, right? Um, it just looked like they were going to run away with that one. I don't know what happened in the second half. I don't know what happened to Joel Embiid in the second half. But the thing with Atlanta, a team that's an offensive ball club that knows that they're an offensive ball club, you can't let them hang around in a game. You can't let them start going on a run. You cannot let them do what they did last night. That that's that is my takeaway from this game. Um, what was Joel Embiid? 0 for 10 in the second half? 0 for 12 in the second 0, half. 0 for 12. I don't know how a big goes 0 for 12. Bad shots, too. Yeah. A lot of like one-legged deep one jumpers. Le yeah, like, like trying yeah, to dirt to close yeah. the game. Yep. But he the thing about him going 0 for 12, well, they had they, they at one point Philly was up 18. They blew that, gave that back. Atlanta comes back, wins 103. Atlanta won 103-100 at home, and Embiid went – they won by three points, and Embiid went over 12 in the yeah. second half. And they had – They only had 38 points in the second half. Yo, I'm going to tell you this too, by the way. Um, th this is major slanted because I have uh, a good chunk of money on Philly to win the series, so I'm, I'm, I'm also very biased currently. But I still think Philly takes care of business. I'm not even looking at any type of hedge opportunity or anything like that. But um, let me. Can, can I tell you my problem with Doc Rivers? Yeah, I can tell you my problem with Doc. Yeah, it's all good. This is a safe place. 
Why doesn't Doc, Doc doesn't like to call timeouts when other teams are just running them up and down the floor? Never, racket. never, never has. I, I don't. I cannot. He's never has, bro. Never has. I do not understand it. Never has. He, refu- he has the Phil Jackson mentality. He fucking refuses to call timeouts. Yeah, I don't understand, bro. Doc will let you but, back in the game uninterrupted. Doc, he'll let you back in the game <laughs> uninterrupted. Yeah, Doc will do that. I think they were. They had a run yesterday where. I think, well, Philly had already gave some back, but Philly was up like 12. Yeah. Atlanta starts going crazy. Threes, floaters, bang, 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 bang. Crowd is going ballistic. And Embiid was off the floor. They had no real offensive guys to go to. Hey, and and let's have a serious conversation about your boy Ben Simmons, by the way. We're going to get to that here in the next 60 seconds. But – Dog, you're coming down on offense. Every possession is shit. Terrible. And then every possession on the flip side is great for Atlanta. They're hitting all their shots, and the building is going nuts, and you just over and over take it out of bounds. Take it out of bounds. The crowd is deafening. Bro, call a fucking time out, bro. I think think last night Philly had – it was like five minutes left, and Philly had like five timeouts. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, you can't take these motherfuckers to the next round. He's been, he's always been he's that always way. Always been like he's that. Always been that way. Going back to Boston, he's always been that way. He does, he he does. And that was like the Phil Jackson philosophy of no, I don't call a timeout when the team's going on a run. But but you got Michael Jordan on the yeah, you got Michael team. Jordan and Scottie Pippen, not Joel Embiid, and I don't want to do and, anything offensively, Ben Simmons. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. what I, I'm like, yo, man, call timeout. And then on the flip side. Philly would bang back a little bit, four points, five points, six points, timeout. Ta- yeah. Atlanta called Atlanta banging timeout Atlanta's like, yeah. right away. Like, no, yeah. no, 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 hold no, on, hold on. It's not gonna, happen. it's yeah. not gonna get back up to 16, 17, like timeout. So that's my only beef with Doc Rivers. I think he knows uh his players. I love <laughs> his rotation. I love uh everything he's doing with the squad. But bro, give me a timeout, man. When when Possession after possession, y'all keep getting, y'all keep getting, y'all keep getting murdered. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yep. So, yeah, man. Embiid, hey, listen, if Embiid doesn't score 20 points, Philly never winning. Well, I don't care. I, I, yeah. don't, I, don't, I don't care. Yeah, definitely. Because the bias is going to do his thing regardless. But man, yeah, and I think I think it's about that time um, to have that Ben Simmons talk. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, let's, I, yeah, let's I, talk at, about this Ben Simmons. Yeah. At some level, I get the not shooting a three thing. Yeah. What I don't get is when you're a player who's clearly capable of scoring 25 to 30 points, like we've seen him do it, right? At least 20. But we have seen Ben Simmons go for 30 points, right? Like he has the game to do it. Why are you so reluctant? Like especially when your team needs you and you're getting bludgeoned in the second half to do anything offensively like yo don't get me wrong i love the defense i love the fact that he can guard one through five i love the fact that he's given trey some problems this series i love the fact that he's a playmaker and he makes smart plays i just don't at this point understand how in the playoffs and you're supposed to be the number two not the number two option but the second best player on this team and you shoot the ball 10 times you were five for 10 so it's not like you were cold I don't understand why you don't go looking for anything resembling your offense. He's not even looking to get a touch. Not at all. On a pass. The whole second half, 
especially the fourth quarter. He's not even – they're playing four on five on offense in the fourth quarter with Ben Simmons on the floor. That's just that's just the facts. He's but, not he's not looking to shoot anything, anything at all, do anything, go to the rack. I think part of it is the mental thing where it's like he knows shooting jumpers is not his thing and he doesn't want to go to the rack. He doesn't want to go to the line. And he I was just going to say he doesn't want to go to the rack and end up on the free one, throw. Line. One for 5. Then he then if this is all true, if it's like yo I won't shoot threes because I can't do it and mentally it's just like no, like I won't even shoot a three when like the opportunity is presents itself and I'm wide open. And if it's also like okay, well then I also don't want to get fouled because I don't want to have to deal with that, then there's some serious mental toughness questions you really got to start asking about them. If everything is just like a hesitation to do it because you're scared of the outcome, right? Like, I, again, I get if you don't shoot threes because it's just not part of your game. Like, I think a lot has been made of him not shooting threes. It's um, not coming and, either. And it, yeah, and it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. But I have seen him get 30 points without having to do that. Like, I've seen him go down low. I've seen him hit a little bit of a mid-range. I've seen him be aggressive, right? When Joel was out, he's done that. He's carried them offensively. So what is it about when he comes back that you don't even want to be the number three option on this ball club? Like, I don't get that, man. I, I, I fully don't understand Yo, why. Give, give me give me 18. And if you look, I looked at it. His NBA career, his scoring average has gone down, like, every year. Like he get, he scores less and less and less. Like it's not, right. yeah. This is the thing. Other thing. Trey Young can't leave the floor for them, so they're so they're four on five on defense. Yeah, because go at Trey Young, <laughs> yeah, whoever he's day. guarding, go at him, right? Yeah. But if they got a guy on offense that won't go at anybody or anything, or go at Trey. Won't even go at Trey. Won't take the ball. Then it's like, yo, Trey is all good. Yeah, you're you're hiding Trey the, for the Hawks because you refuse to do anything on offense. Like he really takes that point guard shit seriously in the sense that he's trying to play like an old school, like complete setup man point guard. And it's like, dog, you are a perimeter player. Like, let's let's keep it real here, right? Like, okay, again, you're not a shooter, but like. Yeah, your position is out there to score. You need to score. You cannot have eleven points on ten shots and go one for five from the free throw line. Like that's a whole another story. Quick, it's like, to the it's to the point where if the shot clock is running out, he's still looking to pass that bitch for someone else to shoot up some desperation shit. Yeah, he is not looking to do anything on the offensive end. Period. And then another flip, another comment is I don't want to see you switch off Trey at all in yeah. the fourth. Never. Don't switch off. Trey, when Trey Young sees him switch, he gets a fucking breath of fresh air. Yeah. And he, he is the happiest motherfucker in this building. Yep. Every time Ben Simmons switches off a of Trey, he's like, thank God. I can, now, I can now go to work. I yeah. can get to the paint. I could, I could, I, hey, it's either floater or I'm kicking it to John Collins in the corner or Bogdanovich, or whoever else. But, yeah, man, it's he's going to have to start going at somebody on the offensive end. You can't end. be insecure on the basketball court, yeah. man. That's what it sounds like. So, yeah, because there's going to be those – I mean, again, you're not going to expect Joel to go 0 for 12. But he's a big, man. There's a ton of different things that could take him out of a game. It could be foul trouble. 
It could be them doing whatever they want to do to stop them, like whatever it might be, right? Like you have to be ready to be that next scorer. Like Tobias Harris is is, is the third best player. Like let him be that. you got to be aggressive. And if I had never seen him score 30, then I wouldn't be saying this. I've just seen him go off on offense. Whatever right. his version of going off on offense is, like I've seen him do it. It's in there. It's At this point, it's a choice to not do it. And Push I just don't understand, especially on a team – like Atlanta that is going out there trying to score a buck 30 every night. Right. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like They're not giving go. you much resistance. And, and it's not like, and, and Ben, right. it's not like you're going out there and you're getting 16 dimes either. Like, let's, 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 let's keep it real. You're not Rubio. You're not Rondo. Like you're not, you're not out there where it's like, Hey, I know I don't really score, but I'm getting 16, 17, 18 assists. Like you're not doing that. You're getting nine, 10 and 11. And it looks cool because you're six ten, but like, come on, dog. You're not at that level of point guard yet where, like, you cannot score. So, yeah, it, it is crazy. And it, and it makes me think, like, I remember when they were talking about how they put him on the table for Harden. And I was like, why would you do that? You're the best defensive team in the land. And it's like, man, fuck that. If Harden had been on this team, this this would be a fucking problem. Yeah. Problemo. <laughs> no, for real. guess what? He's he's getting 30 and he's getting you your assist. So now what? You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> and they got and, and they got shot makers and Seth yeah. and uh Tobias and right. Shake Milton. So if that's the case, that yeah, you have to lock trade. If you're not gonna score, you better hope be holding Trey Young to that's 15 what I'm saying. points and saying that's why I wasn't scoring. And that's Trey what Trey was five for 20. And that's what he was doing early. Yeah. He was he had fucking Trey Young in a stray jacket early. Yeah. And then on the fourth, he doing a couple switch. I'm like, yo, you can't be switching here, bro. No, you call that off, like, yeah, oh, no. Yeah. Let me go through that yeah. screen. Like, yeah. don't worry about that. I can't. I'm not. I'm not switching off. So you can. So you can leave Trey up top to ISO. Like, nah, yeah. not happening. So, I wonder what Joel thinks about that, though. I wonder if he's like, yo, bro, are you gonna fucking you shoot gonna the start basketball? getting some help, or are you I'm gonna fucking get me tired? Some- yeah, right. like, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. So that keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on Ben Simmons on the offensive end. Keep an eye on Doc Rivers on some of these runs with him not calling timeout. I've seen this shit for years now. That's my only problem with Doc, man. Call a fucking timeout. Get your boys a little breather before the fucking stadium implodes. So I still got Philly in six. Yeah, me too. I got Philly back-to-back wins here to close it out. Um, Everything went wrong for them down the stretch, and they still lost by three points. So Yep, exactly. Yeah. All right, let's move over to Bucks. Nets. All of a sudden, interesting. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, PJ Tucker, Dennis Rodman. (laughs) PJ. (laughs) All of a sudden, PJ Tucker Uh, is Dennis Rodman. Bothering KD. (laughs) KD KD is out there by himself, bringing the ball up, doing everything. He's looking for help now. So, uh, which is interesting. Yeah. And very interesting because before we get even to the breakdown, for a guy who we consider, yeah, for a guy who we consider, you know, over the last 20 years, the second best player in the NBA, right? Like, I would say he's the second best player. Yeah. Um, We've never seen him in a lone wolf situation, ever. No, he's always like, been on a solid He's solid always team. had another guy there that can score a lot of points, at least. A like, superstar. A superstar, yeah. If we're keeping it 100. Yeah. And this is not a KD knock at all, but it'll be interesting to see because it doesn't sound like Kyrie's coming back anytime soon. And I don't think Harden's coming back anytime soon either. Like, he's going to have to finish this series. It's just no, KD. They, no, 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 no. Is they Harden playing tonight? Harden's going to play tonight. It says he's going to give it a go. Okay. Hamst- yeah. It's a hamstring, though. We'll see. Yeah. Um, it, 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 this eerily reminds me of some Anthony Davis. Yeah. Hey, I, remember, I was going to say, remember when Anthony Davis tried to play? Yeah. So we'll see. 
But we've never seen KD like in this situation where it's like, okay, I need to go. Like we talk about all the time, like he goes for 35 on 15 shots. We've never seen KD come out and be like, I got to go for 50 tonight. Right. Like, I got to go for 50 tonight. Like, so if right. we see like 25 shot KD, like, yo, I'm, I'm all here for it. Um, and he shot 25 last game. But man, this series all of a sudden got interesting with that Kyrie injury. It really Instantly. did. It was looking and like they were going to cruise. Like, I, I expected Milwaukee to get game three. First game at home, yeah. they came out like that. But they I weren't going to get once, swept, right? I, yeah, they weren't going to get swept. But I, I, I really thought that this was going to be over in five, maybe six. Um, now all of a sudden, this shit has seven written on it. Could yeah. be less. It could completely swing. If it's one completely in Milwaukee's favor, I wouldn't be surprised. Like if they came out and they won tonight, I would not be surprised at all. Um, which is crazy considering where we were on this series, really after game one. Yeah, Certainly I mean, after game two. Well, look, like, like, just like the Utah Clippers, the the uh, the Nets will have the home court for the, for the for the best of three coming yep. up here in game starting in game five, which isn't as big as a home court advantage as uh, Utah. Utah, no, not even close, not even close, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a it's an interesting point about Durant because I would love him to come out and score like fifty two. Yeah, what's that even on, look like on like twenty on like twenty eight shots, like. 18 to 28 type shit just threes getting to the free throw line doing everything saying fuck it like the full repertoire yeah i would love to see that um i still wouldn't have him handle the rock like at all let mike james let landry shamet harden now we'll see how that comes out but uh yeah i wouldn't let i wouldn't let him handle the ball too too much just get him the ball where he wants it on the wing on the elbow and let him go to work Look up, uh, look up the status on James. But I, I, I read that before we hopped on. But I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how impactful he'll be. We'll see. If I told you that LeBron has twice as many career fifty-point games as KD, would that seem right to you? Yeah, KD, because KD, because he doesn't. Do, KD has six career fifty-point games, which to me is crazy. He has six. Six. Well, LeBron has LeBron has LeBron 12. Has 12. Yeah, I'm trying to oh. I'm trying to think of 50 flip. But God, you know LeBron damn, does really? have those games though. Yeah, but LeBron will fuck around and he, he when he has those games where he has the look, especially like in Miami back in those days, like he he could do that. But yeah, I, I was surprised at that. I, I would have guessed LeBron had 7 or 8. How many do you think Carmelo has? This is the most interesting list I've ever seen now that I'm looking at this. 4. Yeah, that's spot on. How many yeah. do you think uh Dan, Russ, Dan, Russ, Russ has five. Dame has 12. I was going to say Dame had nine. Dame, <laughs> has, Dame, Dame has the most. Easy yo, play. and low-key, Dame got nine in the last, like, four seasons, right. probably. I got one for you. All okay. Right. Who do you think the top five career 54, and you don't be in order, career top five 50-point guys are? One of them is still active. One Number one should be easy. Jordan. No. Kareem. Yes. Kareem. No, 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 no. Not Will. Kareem. Will. Well, okay. Will had 118. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, come on, now. Somebody get the hey, hey, all the hey, fan numbers on every level, this, baby. Yo, this yeah, boy, numbers. Will. This yeah, boy, we need Will. the film. Yeah, all right, man. so Will is number one. You said Mike. He's number two. Yeah. Who's number three? Number three, 50-point games. This guy has 25. <clears throat> 25 50-point games? It's, it's It's not Kareem? No, Kareem is not. Uh, Kareem's the Kareem's tenth. Kareem's tenth. 
Kareem's just scored 35 every night. For yeah, for 40 like 40 years. 40 years. <laughs> 30, with, one, with, that, with the sky hook. How come no one's perfected the sky hook? Yo, give me, a, give me a hint. Give me a hint on number three. I mean, who's going out there trying to score 50? That's a mentality. I gave it away with the word mentality. Oh, oh, bean, 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 yeah, bean, 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 bean. Fourth is an active player. So Kobe has twenty-five. Yeah, four is an active player with twenty-three. What what was uh, Jordan's number? Jordan had thirty-one. Thirty-one fifty-point playoff games. No, this is this is just oh, this is just all this is fifty-point games. Okay, um, four. A third was Kobe with twenty-five. Yeah, fourth is an active player with twenty-three. It makes sense because this dude he might have had it one year had like eight. Eight or nine. <laughs> um, is it is it Dame? No, Dame at twelve. This guy has twenty three career fifty point games. Next highest active player is Dame and LeBron tied it's... with twelve. Twenty three fifty point games. Who, have, okay, I think about no two idea. years ago. This guy was at, was putting up fifty point triple doubles, forty point oh, triple doubles. James Harden. James. James yeah. has 23 50 point games. Yeah, all right, I'm fifth. Tripping. I should have known that. Yeah. Fifth has to be the most underappreciated guy of all time. I'll just give it. You never guess it. But 17, Elgin Baylor. Dog, I think. LA see, Lakers. I need the Elgin Baylor film. LA yeah. Lakers. So it goes, then it goes Baylor, Rick Barry, LeBron, Dame, Allen Iverson, then Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Right outside the top 10 is Steph Curry with nine. Dog, James has 23 50 point games. Steph Curry has nine, and James has. At 23. <laughs> 23. <laughs> James has twice as many as LeBron. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's crazy. James is fourth all time. He'll he'll pass Kobe before it's all said and done. He might pass Mike. Yeah. He'll never pass Wilt, but elite scorer, bro. One elite, of the best ever. No elite doubt. Elite scoring. So I thought that was an interesting stat. KD only six. <laughs> yeah. So this this series is completely flipped. Bucks Nets. Yeah. Game ticks. Game tips here in like an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's in Brooklyn, right? Yep. In Brooklyn, we'll see what happens with James. Do you, do do you think so? Say James goes out just like, just like AD did. Can can Durant really? Can can Durant do it? Can he lead those boys to two more Ws? Um, J- just to buy just to buy his guys some time to get back for the next round. Yeah, I just think it'll be hard because he's not going to have it. Like, who's who's the offense going to go? Like, who who you're talking about? Their two guys that can run offense on that team are out. Like James and then Kyrie. Like at least I know Kyrie's not your traditional point guard, but he's a fucking point guard. Like he can handle the ball and get KD in the spots where he can do his thing. Right. I think you're going to be looking at a situation where like we've never really seen KD have to think like that. So, like, if he's going to be the one getting all the dimes and running the offense through him, I mean, it's not going to be Mike James. Like, so, right. man, I don't know. I No, I don't think so. No. I think that that would be a slap in the face to Milwaukee to be like, yeah, Brooklyn's still going to roll them. If you get Harden for five minutes and then it's just KD and a bunch of other guys who look a lot better next to good players, then you're going to run into some serious issues. I don't who, think that's enough. And that's not it? an anti-KD thing at all. I, that's Milwaukee's a good team. Who's the second? Who's the second most important player after KD on the Nets? Now that those guys are out, Blake Griffin. Yeah. Yep. He's got to go nuts. Yeah, because he's he's oh, a guy Blake's that can. He's a guy up. that has before in his lifetime. Like, yeah, I think mentally, like you need Blake Griffin to come out and be like, yo, I'm I'm going to be Blake Griffin of you know eight years ago, whatever I have left. Yeah, I think it would be Blake. Um, Scott Joe Harris has got to be Joe, number. Joe X probably Joe Harris actually number two. 
Yeah, probably Joe Harris, then Blake. And then I think you're going to see a lot of Jeff Green. This is you're going to see like 35 minutes of Jeff Green today because it's yeah. got to be guys who can score. Easy, easy a ton of Jeff Green. Yeah, but a lot of Jeff Green. But he's just getting back too. This is the yeah, problem. But he's a vet. This is the problem with Joe Harris being the second most important guy. Is Joe Harris is not only reason you know who Joe Harris is is because he ain't got to worry about doing his own thing. Guys that look better next to other guys. You feel me? That's the reason the you know got. the reason you know Joe Harris's name is because people have been getting him the ball in great spots, and he's been just doing what he does best, knocking down jump shots. Yeah. If you're gonna, if if the, if teams are gonna have to key in, can key in on him, and be like, "Yo, we have to stop Joe Harris," he he gets a lot easier to, to to slow up. Yeah, and I think on the other side, man. First off, Giannis, please for the life of me, just stop shooting threes, man. Like it's never a good idea. Like he's like the anti uh, Ben Simmons, <laughs> but, but uh, he, he can't. He he he. he, just I, can't he do it. He feels so disrespected by it that he he just feels like he has to take some. But yeah, there's a better play. Yeah, there's it's a called, better yeah. play. Like, it's give called, it. Go down go low. Yeah, yeah. It's called do what the fuck you've been doing. The whole, yeah, the do whole what season. you've been doing exactly. Yeah. So, um, I yo, think the others- how about this? Or take two or three steps in, bro. They giving yeah. you that too. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit closer, a little bit easier. They're standing at the free throw they're line. They're in the free throw line. Like, you don't <laughs> you have to shoot saying? the three. Yeah. Go, go take a go take a fucking couple dribbles up and shoot <laughs> that bitch from the middle of the middle of the key. Yeah. You ain't got to shoot the three, bro. So, yeah. So, I, I think I, I think that yeah, and I think that again, Milwaukee like we clowned them the first two games, but they're a good ball club. And I think when you take Harden and Kyrie out the mix, that's that's is not the same Nets team. They don't go deep. That that's the problem. They have no depth at all. So you take away two out of their top three guys, and that last. I don't. I'm trying to say this without it sounding anti KD, but some guys are not like give me the ball and everything goes through me. Like he's not hard and he's not that type of player. Like he is. I'm a scorer. Like I am here to score. I'll get it in my spots and I do my thing. Just make sure you can get it to me in my spot or whatever. Like I, I don't know the right way to articulate this, but you know what I'm saying. It's not like the KD show. It never has been. Um, hey, so Nick, I just your think mom's watching. She said, "She said, watch your language, bro." I didn't even say anything. Shout out, um, mama, shout out, Mama <laughs> Harvey. What's up, Ma Harvey? But yeah, um, hi, mom. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so that that would be my only issue with that, man. Like, I, I think that that's going to be a tough order because we've never be, seen KD go out there and shoot the ball thirty times. Yeah, just it's going to be. It. It just doesn't do it. It's, he's too efficient for that, and yeah, yeah he's, he's, it's he's not his good. game. Listen, if you're taking 30 shots, you're at least going to get five or six really, really bad ones in there. Yeah. So, and he doesn't like to do that. So like I agree do. with that. I, uh, I'm i excited to see. Part of me wants to take the Bucks, bro. It's almost like I'm watching the Lakers and the Suns. And it, 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 they just like couldn't – you couldn't believe that the Suns could beat up the Lakers like this. Yeah. Like people – you can't believe that the, the Bucks could just beat up the Nets without two guys. And it's like, man – they showed you what happened last time. They won 107-96, but it was way worse than that early. At one point, they were they were really, really rolling. Yep. So now you're going to roll out a, a injured James Harden on a hammy that we have yet to see what it looked like. But it just feels it feels very Phoenix Lakers to me. Like when That's that shit. shit when that shit flipped, the Lakers were rolling. It all of a sudden flipped, and the Phoenix just took off. 
This shit flipped. Kyrie goes down, and now all of a sudden the Bucks are taking off. It seems very similar. And Harden needs to be able to move well. Like his game is oh, yeah. predicated on getting where he wants to go and doing yeah. his thing. Like stop and go, like yep. jerky jerky step type. Backs, yeah, yeah, step backs. Like the hammy's gonna affect that big time. Exactly. So uh so unless you're gonna use him as like a decoy, but yeah. Yeah, but that's not that. to say that KD can't go for 50, man. Like, I don't want to, I don't, because I don't want to look stupid tomorrow when KD goes for 50 and 10 assists and is like, what do y'all mean I couldn't do this? I'm Kevin Durant. You know, yeah. like, and you know, he would say some stuff like that too. Uh, but I think that unless you can get Kyrie back and get James close to 100%, if you can get James close to 100%, which doesn't sound like it's going to happen, um, you can withstand not having Kyrie. You got to have one or two of them, one of the two of them back playing high level basketball to win this if series. i'm the bucks i'm just not letting him score 50 don't do yeah fucking oh, yeah, blake, yeah, you got the blake griffin's gonna have to score 27 yeah joe harris is gonna have to score 20 jo, uh jeff green's gonna have to score 17 that you know what i'm saying well remember your original question before this series was like oh, how do they guard all these guys well now right. it's like wait all of a sudden they have a surplus of defenders <laughs> exactly. at Kevin Durant. you yeah. have the former defensive player of the year in Giannis. You got a bulldog on Dean Holiday, and you have a really, really, really good defender in Middleton. And PJ. And, and PJ's been PJ. giving him problems. Yeah. So you got four guys right now that you can essentially just, yeah, he's not getting anywhere that he wants to go. Giannis, PJ, you guys make life hell for him. Exactly. Let's have Blake beat us. Let's have Bro, uh, Bruce Brown beat us. Let's have fucking Jeff Green. I'm sorry. Jeff Green, who's like the most inconsistent player in the world, come right. out and beat us. Like, yeah, for sure. Exactly. That's that's That would be... There's just no way that the Nets and Kevin Durant, if James ends up being pretty hobbled and doesn't isn't James Harden, there's just I, you just cannot let him beat you. Yeah, I, I don't give a fuck. He cannot score fifty. He cannot score forty five, and he cannot. You just can't let him get loose like that. Get the ball out of his hands as much as you possibly can. All right, my people. That's it. No catch up. Sports talk via Chicago. June 15th, 2021. Bucks Nets tipping the hour. Make sure y'all lock in. Make sure y'all subscribe, man. iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere. Video, audio. Tell the friend. Rate, review. Leave a review on the iTunes for us, man. Helps us helps us spread and uh, reach some other people's inbox and, and notification center that may not already be there. So make sure you rock with us there. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. No catch-up. Sports Talk via Chicago. We out here.